listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via the contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy this program, please consider subscribing to our podcast for just $5 a month at iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Friday, we are entertained by the world's greatest comedy duo on the Abbott and Costello Show. This episode originally aired on February 13th, 1947. And here is Costello Buys a Boat. That's right, folks. C for comedy, A for Abbott, M for Maxwell, E for Ennis, L for Lou Costello. Yes, they spell camel. Experience is the best teacher. Cry a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. And draw up a chair for tonight's camel show starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello. Come over here. Isn't it wonderful to be back in California, Lou? Uh, oh, Abbott, it's nice to be back in California. Yes. Boy, did I have fun coming in on a plane. I told jokes and all the passengers rolled on the floor. Were your jokes that funny? No, I loosened all their safety belts. Oh. <laughs> hey, what about oh, that they beautiful were blonde? On top of each other, huh? What about that beautiful blonde, you know, the one you met in New York? Are you uh, going to write to her? It's no use, Abbott. I couldn't get the first base with her. Why not? Her husband was on second. Why are you? <laughs> I... You idiot, I, I don't know what woman would see in you anyway. Oh, I guess I'm just irresistible. Why, even tonight, coming down here on the bus, the lady conductor punched out, I love you on my transfer. Costello, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you'll never be happy. Like my wife, Betty, and I. Oh, yes. Did you see her tonight? Oh, Betty. Oh, didn't she look beautiful, Lou? Yeah, she was wearing her new makeup. Yes. Dutch cleanser number four. Yes. <laughs> never mind that. Did my uh, brother Norman meet you at the airport? Yes, and right away he dragged me into a joint to celebrate. Abbott, Norman had one bottle of beer and passed out coal. My brother Norman passed out from drinking one bottle of beer. He didn't drink it. I hit him over the head with it. You idiot. You know he pots his hair wait, in the middle now? Yes, all right, wait a minute, just a minute. Didn't I see you and your brother Pat down at San Pedro this morning? What uh-huh. were you doing there? Well, Pat was trying to buy one of them new Navy surplus boats. He, he'd have got one, too, if he hadn't have been a veteran. Well, what do you and your brother Pat want with a boat? You know nothing about boats. Oh, is that so, Abbott? I joined the Navy when I was four years old. Uh, how did you do that? I lied about my age. Uh, <laughs> look, 
did you sail with? Who did I sail with? Yes. I was on a ship with Captain Epson. I, I never heard of Captain Epson. He's an old salt. <laughs> Look, did you, ha- did you have any dangerous experiences in the Navy? Well, one time a schooner capsized on me. And what did you do? What could I do? I wiped off the bar and ordered another one. Oh, <laughs> don't, don't be a dog, Lou. I don't believe... I don't believe you've ever been to sea. You know absolutely nothing about the sea. Abbott, it so happens tonight that my bedtime story is going to be all about the sea. It's the story of Moby Dick. I tell the story all by myself, Abbott, and I don't need any help from you. So why don't you call up the automobile club and show them what a real wreck looks like? All right, now look. <laughs> go ahead and tell your story. Now, Moby Dick was a great big whale. Yes, and Moby uh, Dick, no, as a, I said before, a he was a big a, whale. A mammal. He, he a, whale is, a whale is a mammal. You're interrupting a little early, aren't I you? I said a, a whale is a mammal. Yes, he was a mammal. Yeah. He was not a mammal, Abbott. Yeah. How could he be a mammal? His name was Dick. He was a papal. And he had seven fiddles. Now shut up and let me tell a story. All right, go ahead. You're getting me a little burnt up already. Take it easy. Don't get excited now. I'm not getting excited. All right, you look it. Oh, do I? Now, Moby Dick was a great big whale, and he lived in the ocean. He loved to swim. When the water came up, he'd swim in. When the water went down, he'd swim out. Yeah, he swam with the tides. Yes. He, 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 he. Could I have that again? Uh, He swam with the tides. Tides. Oh, he didn't wear any tights. He was so big, he couldn't get a pair of tights to fit him, Abbott. Oh, oh, yes, Abbott. Don't get me mixed up in the story now. I'm getting a little mad. Go ahead. Now I gotta be nice again. All right, go ahead. Now, nobody could catch Moby Dick. When do we laugh at this when thing? They're laughing before they're supposed to. All right. <laughs> they'll laugh now, All right, all right, take it easy. Now, when anybody come after come after Moby Dick, he'd squirt water at them through his nose. Not, and not nose, spout. Spout. Yes, he, he... Spout? Yeah. Spout time, you keep your big mouth shut. <laughs> now, Abbott, let me finish the story. Well, go ahead, I'm waiting for the finish. Now, now, one day, Moby Dick was swimming along and he passed a shark that was talking up his cue. What kind of shark? Now, who said that? I did, that's in case you asked. I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, this was a pool shark. Now, get out of here before I bank your head in the side pocket. Now, take it easy. Now, Moby Dick was hungry. He was very hungry for a big whale, so he grabbed a great big clam. Abalone. He eat the cl- huh? What'd you abalone, say? Abalone, abalone. Abbott. This is no baloney. This is a true story. No, you, you said you said anything about baloney. Who said it? Who did? You, you did. I didn't say anything. What did you say? I said abalone. There you go. You said it again. No, abalone. no, you dummy. I said the whale was eating abalone. Where would the whale get baloney in the ocean? No, no. Abbott, he was eating a great big clam. Abalone is a clam. How do you like that? They're making baloney out of clams. No, no, no. They don't make baloney out of clams. The kind of clam I'm talking about is abalone. A clam is abalone? That's right. One of us is nuts. Abbott, why don't you baloney up and let me tell my and finish my story? <laughs> you mean clam. Uh, Didn't you just tell me that clam is abalone? That's right. Well, if you don't shut your clam, I'll hit you over the head with a baloney. All right, now, don't get excited. <laughs> now, Moby Dick was a friendly whale. He liked to play with the fish, especially uh, the itty-bitty little fishy. Guppies? Sure, he, 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 he. What was that? Uh, guppies, guppies. Haven't you ever heard of guppies? Oh, I listen to guppies all the time. Guppies Tavern. <laughs> Now, Moby Dick was swimming along. One day, he saw a swordfish fighting with a mackerel. The swordfish stabbed the mackerel. Then he stabbed him again. And he stabbed him oh, again. And he stabbed mind, him again. Poor little mackerel. And he stabbed him again. Poor little mackerel must have been full of holes. Yeah, he was a holy mackerel. Hold on. <laughs> Will you stop laughing now? Well, when do we laugh at it? I'm Come not on. even finished with the story yet. <laughs> then the swordfish saw Moby Dick. Moby Dick. <laughs> and, he, and he lunged at him. <laughs> And he lunged at him. And Moby Dick and what lunged at the swordfish, and, and the swordfish happened? lunged at Moby Dick. Well, what happened? They had lunch together. And then Moby Dick paid the check. He was a very wealthy whale, Abbott. He owned stores all over the country. Oh, now, look, don't get silly. What kind of stores got a whale uh, Abbott, ain't you ever never heard of the whale and drugstores? Well, all right, go ahead. <laughs> now, Moby Dick didn't feel so good, so he went to see the Dr. Fish. Dr. Fish? Yeah, he was a famous sturgeon. So, well, he, 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 
Well, he was too. All he right, was a well, great don't... physician. Physician. <laughs> now, when he got to the surgeon's office, there was a walrus in there having a tooth pulled. That tooth and, tusk. And... Huh? Uh, tusk, tusk. Oh, yes. Well, tusk, tusk to you and a couple of poop. All food. right. <laughs> <laughs> now, also in the surgeon's office was a big fish with band-aids stuck on both sides of his jaws. What was the matter with him? He was plastered to the gills. Oh, <laughs> why didn't he come to the surgeon's office? Well, he just stopped in for the halibut. For the halibut. All right, go ahead. <laughs> then a quartet of fish, a quartet of fish came in and started singing. Now, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute. A quartet of fish? Oh, what a quartet of it. First tuna, second tuna, barracuda, and bass. Mm. <laughs> they sang for scale. Oh, they yeah. Were, yeah, they were always good for a fin apiece. Yes, suddenly, <laughs> suddenly a voice hollered, Eyes regusted, brother crawfish. Let's all go home. Who was that? That was a kingfish. A king? Now, oh. <laughs> on the way home, Moby Dick, he passed the school of fish. Well, what kind of fish? How do I know what kind of fish? Well, were they weak fish? What do I know about their physical condition? I, all right. All I know that a couple of them were Gershwin fish. Uh, Gershwin fish? Yeah, Porgy and Bess. Uh, por- so, uh, now, look, well, just a minute. Porgy and Bess had nothing to do with this. Oh, they did, too. Oh, Some no. of our best tunas come from Porgy and Bess. I got plenty of nothing. Oh, stop, Costello. This is ridiculous. What happened to, to Moby Dick? Now, it's a very, now we're getting near the end. That's it. Come on. Very sad ending, Abbott. All right, let's hear it. One day he swam away and nobody ever saw the big whale again. He swam away. Abbott, you're supposed to say, Costello, I'll tell you where he went. And no, I say to you, I keep out of this. Okay, Listen, now. Go ahead. I'll tell you that. Okay. I naturally would ask I you I started that. the story and I'm going to finish it. Whales are just like elephants, Abbott. They have a graveyard where they go to die. No matter where a whale lives, he goes to the whale's graveyard to die. Whales swim thousands of miles from the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean, from the Atlantic Ocean to the Pacific Ocean, against currents, over reefs, through storms, hurricanes, typhoons, and monsoons. They swim and they swim until they get to the whale graveyard. And when they get there, Abbott, they die. They die? Yeah, it's the trip that kills them. is the best teacher. Remember during the war when we all had experiences like this? Joe, look. Three whole packs of cigarettes. Of course, I walked 23 blocks to find but them, did but... did you find any camels? Nope, not a camel in the bunch. Oh, well, a cigarette's a smoke these days. But say, smoking all these different kinds sure makes you realize more than ever how good camels are. Yes, during that wartime cigarette shortage, smokers smoked whatever brand they could get. They compared the different brands, whether they intended to or not. That experience taught millions the differences in cigarette quality. The result? Today, more people smoke camels than ever before. Yes, millions have found that camels suit their T-zone, that's tea for taste and tea for throat, to a T. They've found that their taste delights in the rich, full flavor of camels, that their throats welcome camels' cool mildness. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Time to light up a camel and listen to Skinny Anna sing You'll always be the one I love Every hour, every day, every year You'll always be the one I love Through each smile, through each sigh, through each tear My heart will feel the same old glow Even though the stars may fade from above I promise there will be no other arms for me You'll always be the one I love 
be the one I love. Through its smile, through its sigh, through its tear, my heart will feel the same old glow. Even though the stars may fade from above, I promise there will be no other arms for me. You'll always be the one I love. Hey, Abbott. Hey, Abbott. I just bought a boat. I just bought a boat, Abbott, at the government auction. Here's a picture of it. My, she looks beautiful standing there in her slip. She's in a slip. Uh Uh-oh, wrong picture. No, 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 you dummy. (laughs) This is the right picture. It's It's a picture of you all in a slip. A picture of what? Uh, y'all in a slip. Abbott, y'all is crazy. I never had a picture taken in a slip. No, 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 no. Y'all, y'all is a boat, an old tub. You did it. Now, that did it, Abbott. You all can't insult me. Just for that, I'm going to hold off and give you... What? The dirtiest look you ever had. Now, now listen to you. Listen, you idiot. If you're going to sail this boat, you'll, you'll have to get a license. Now, run across the street to City Hall, and you'll find that the boat license is in room 3... 310, that's it. Okay, room 310. Yeah. We'll invite the whole gang out on a fishing party, Abbott. That's I think it. I'll make it foreman. Formal. No fish admitted without tails. Wait right here, Abbott. I'll go over to room 310 and get the license. Go Let's ahead. Oh, that dummy, I hope he gets a license without balling things up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 310? That's the marriage license bureau. Costello! Costello! Uh-oh. Oh, it's two ladies gone. How do you do, clerk? I'm Lou Costello, and I'd like to take out a license. A license? Well, congratulations, Mr. Costello. Where did you find her? Government surplus? No kidding Say, were there many of them down there? Oh, sure, hundreds of them Some from the Coast Guard, some from the Marines, some from the Navy And two or three from private parties Were uh, most of them in good shape? Nah, a lot of them needed a new bridge (laughs) On some, the paint was cracked Others were bulging a little at the seams But I picked the best one Yes, sir, I'll bet you did Uh, When does the ceremony take place? Tomorrow I'm gonna shove her into the Pacific Ocean Boy, right away, show her who's the boss. Oh, I'll be the master, all right. I'm going to start the ceremony by cracking a bottle of champagne on her nose. Brother, you got the right idea. By the way, how old is she? Oh, she's pretty old. But she'll be all right when she gets the barnacles scraped off. <laughs> barnacles? <laughs> barnacles, eh? I thought mine was bad just because she had a couple of bunions. Bunions? <laughs> bunions on a boat? Costello! Costello! Yeah, Costello. Come out of here. Come on. Hey, Abbott, this guy is nuts. His boat's got bunions. Who's talking about boats? I am. That's what I want a license for. Uh, Look, this is the marriage license bureau, Costello. I've got the boat license. Come on. We'll pick up Skinny and Marilyn and start off on that fishing trip. Hurry up. Hiya, fellas. Well, I'm all ready to go out on the boat with you, Costello. You're going on this boat in that outfit? What's the idea of wearing a woman's nightgown and carrying a doll? That's in case the boat sinks. You know the rule of the sea? Women and children first. Skinny, why don't you crawl up in the crow's nest? What for? Get one of those crows to sit on that egg you just laid. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you are, Louis, my love. My, what a beautiful boat. Marilyn, my sweet, let's you and I sail away to some tropical island. We'll sit alone in the moonlight and I'll sing a romantic song in your ear like beer barrel polka. Oh, but Louis, there's nothing romantic about a beer barrel. There is if you drink the beer first. <laughs> 
Oh, Louis, my love, you're so cute. When we get back from this boat trip, I'm going to take you to my house. Yes. I'll fix you a big dinner. Mm-hmm. Roast duck, oh, chocolate cake, chocolate strawberry cake. ice cream. Strawberry ice cream. And then after dinner, yeah. we'll go in the living room. Oh, yes. And have a demi-tasse. I knew it. I knew you weren't treating me that nice for nothing. <laughs> Costella, Costella, I weighed the anchor and we're ready to cast off. Get up on the bridge there and act as first mate. Aye, aye, sir. Okay. Okay. Oh, anchor. Oh, anchor. Port, you're missing. Port, you're missing. Loop your poop deck. Loop your poop deck. Bend <laughs> <laughs> down the hatches. Run up the rigging. Reef in the mainsail. Pearl of spinsel. Hard the starboard. Man the force. Loop your poop deck. <laughs> ah, Costello, I thought you were a sailor. Look, you got the helm caught in the rigging. Well, get the helm out of here. <laughs> Who said that? That's the ship's parrot. Oh. Hello, Polly. Polly want a cracker? Polly want a cracker? Polly want a cracker? That's all I hear. Why don't somebody offer me a rye crispy? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, never mind that bird, Costello. I should have never come on this fishing trip with you. But there's dangerous reefs out there. There's a storm coming up. Now man the wheel and get us through those reefs. Aye, aye, sir. What a terrible storm. This is my chance to be a hero. Can I get my ship and my crew safely through these savage seas? Can I navigate the swirling waters of the jagged reef? Can I bring my ship untouched through the treacherous shoals? presents lovely Marilyn Maxwell from Metro-Golden-Mare, producers of Lady in the Lake. Assisted by the four hits, Marilyn sings for camel fans everywhere, Wish I May, Wish I Might. Needles! Pins! Triplets! Twins! When a man marries, his trouble begins. When a man dies, his trouble ends. Let's touch thumbs and see who wins. Wish I may, wish I might. Get the wishes I'm wishing tonight. A young cadet, blonde or brunette. A Romeo in search of Juliet. Wish I might, wish I may. Get the wishes I'm wishing today. A lot of noise, a lot of boys, and an awful lot of poise. I want a date who'll stay out late. A brother rat who'll leave me flat won't rape. Plus an orchid from New York. A raft of taffeta will be round me. Scads of lads will harm me and they will cheer for the bell of the brawl of the year. So hold me close and hug me tight and get the wish I wish I may I might. I wish I may. Wish I had 
a dozen roses. I wish I might. Wish I had the proper clothes. I wish I may. Wish I had a slinky hairdo. I wish I might. Wish my evening gown was bare too. I wish I may. I would knock the little eyes out if I could get the wish I wish tonight. Wish I didn't have a chaperone. Wish we had a chance to be all alone. We could slip away and tell jokes and drink cokes, but we're afraid the prof would never condone it. So we wish we may, we wish we might. Wish we had a secret hideaway. Wish I might. And a car in which to drive away. In a private rendezvous we'll dance. What an invitation to romance. So just say needles, twins, Give a yell, give a cheer, for the bell of the brawl of the year. So hold me close and hug me tight. Cause that's a wish I wish I made. According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. You have probably heard about that survey. Three leading independent research organizations put this question to 113,597 doctors. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand named most was Camel. Camel's rich, full flavor and cool mildness hit the spot with doctors as with millions of other smokers. If you're not smoking camels now, try a camel on your T-Zone. That's tea for taste and tea for throat, the true proving ground for any cigarette. See if camel's rich flavor of superbly blended choice tobaccos isn't welcomed by your taste. See if camel's cool mildness isn't mighty acceptable to your throat. See if you two don't say, yes, camels certainly suit my T-Zone to a T. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Well, now you've done it, Costello. We're shipwrecked. Shipwrecked on this deserted island. We can't even tell where we are. I could tell in a minute if I had one of those little round gadgets. What little round gadget? You know that little round thing with a needle in it that says north, north by east, north, north, south, east, east, east by east, east by southwest, west, west by south, west by southwest, south, south by north, south by northwest. Wait a minute, you mean a compass. Isn't it funny I can never remember that word? <laughs> well, I, I wish we knew where we were. Hey, Abbott, we're in the land of the Incas. How, how, how do you know? If I didn't... <laughs> hey, you are! The four Inca spots! Hey, Inca! <laughs> oh, Lewis, honey, we've got to get off this island. I just saw four big Incas. Yeah, they're four of the biggest Incas I ever saw. <laughs> but don't worry, Merlin, darling. You're talking to a great sailor, a great fisherman... I'll get us off this island. 
Sailing, sailing over the bounding sea, you'll always find Costello, for a fisherman is he. Blue Costello, the famous fisherman. I was hitting the push with a salmon while the salmon was in the can. Sailing, sailing over the bounding sea, you'll always find Costello, for a fisherman is he. He went sailing before he became a blimp. My father used me for bait, cause I was a little shrimp. Castell, I didn't know you were so fond of the sea I'm a regular Isaac Walton It's in my blood My red corpuscles go in and out with a tide The Costellos were all great sailors, Abbott All the way back to 1492 America was discovered by Christopher Costello There never was a sailor who was neater He sailed the ocean in his three famous boats The Pinta, the Nina, and the Santa Anita they're running at Hollywood Park. Bazooka is going to the front. Bingo is second. Clinker is third. Coming into the stretch, it's Rosebud in front. Bonnie B by four lengths. Firefly is third by eight. And the winner is Girdle. They let him out in the stretch. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lewis, my little stout trout. What thrilling adventures you must have had on the ocean. Yes, I had mal de mer, too. Mal de mer? Yep, that's French for you can't take it with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lewis, you're so smart and wonderful. Dear Lewis, to me, you're a hero in bell-bottom slacks. When I'm on the sea, I'm the pride of the waves and the wax. <laughs> when you're at my side, I could sail in a sea full of squalls. Let's Go for a ride. Yes, yes. In a barrel down Niagara Falls. <laughs> He's a sailor man and a fisherman too. He's the smartest fisherman you ever knew. Avashi lovers, make fast the mainsail, strip down the mizzenmast, swab those decks, you dirty swabs. Loop the poop deck. <laughs> Hey, hey, Costello, wait a minute. Do you mean to tell me that you really understand all of those nautical terms? Did I say something nautical? I'm sorry. No, 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 I mean, do you understand navigation? Yeah, but I'm a real navigator. When I was a baby, I played with boats just like a sailor. And then as a boy scout, I learned to tie knots just like a sailor. Then last night, I whistled at a girl just like a sailor. How did you make out? Shake hands with a landlubber. <laughs> ah, but I love the ocean. When I see the sea, then my heart starts to melt. I have fished every fish, and I've smelled every smelt. I've dueled in the sun with a swordfish. I have frolicked with fin and with patty. But I can eat fish because I'm a potter, and a fish may be somebody's daddy. <laughs> I swam with the fish in the lakes and the pools. I got a degree from attending their schools. I once kissed a mermaid just for a laugh. And now that same mermaid is my better half. <laughs> Many brave hearts are asleep in that deep. So... Costello, Costello, 
Costello. Costello. How's it feel to be away down there? I'm feeling mighty low. <laughs> Costello, there's the only one way we can get off this island. Somebody has got to swim to the mainland and get help. Here, buckle on this life preserver and get going. Okay, Abbott. I'll go behind these bushes, take off my clothes, put on the life preserver, and I'll swim for help. Oh, this is terrible, Mr. Abbott. We're slowly starving to death. Yeah, Costello's been gone for four days and four nights. Poor Costello. I, I'm glad I gave him that life preserver. I, I can see him battling those waves, struggling through that turn. Sir, if I will. Oh, my goodness, my mind's off it. But for four days and four nights, I wonder what's taking him so long. <laughs> hey, look, it's Costello. He's back. He's made it. Oh, Lewis, honey, you don't know how I've worried for four days and four nights while we waited for you to come back. Costello, I've never been so happy to see you. I, I'm glad you're back, Lou. Back? I didn't even start yet. How in the heck do you get into this life preserver? What? Abbott and Costello will be back in just a moment for Camel Cigarettes. During the war, the makers of Camel Cigarettes sent a total of more than 150 million free camels to our fighting men overseas. Now free camels are sent to servicemen's hospitals instead. This week, the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Van Nuys, California, U.S. Army Pratt General Hospital, Coral Gables, Florida, U.S. Naval Hospital, Brooklyn, New York, U.S. Marine Hospital, Cleveland, Ohio, and Veterans Hospital, Newcastle, Delaware. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States three times a week, are rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are still stationed, and to our good neighbors in Central and South America. And now here are Bud Abbott and Lou Costello with a final word. Well, Costello... Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Yes, Abbott, and I've written a beautiful Valentine poem all for you. Oh, that's very sweet. Would you like to read it? Certainly. Here it goes. What Harpo means to Groucho and Chico, what Cougat means to Tico Tico, what Molly means to Fibber McGee, what a few beads mean to Gypsy Rose Lee, what a patch on a seat means to the pants of a fellow. Abbott, my pal, that's what you mean to Lou Costello. Good night, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night. When the tobacco in your pipe is full-flavored and rich, when it smokes cool and mild, why, that's pipe appeal. And the way to enjoy that kind of pipe appeal is to remember that P.A. stands both for pipe appeal and for Prince Albert. Yes, Prince Albert is the smoking tobacco with a rich, full flavor and cool mildness. Burn slow and even, too, because it's crimp cut. Give your pipe pipe appeal with Prince Albert. And for ear appeal, tune in to hear Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry Saturday night. Remember, Grand Ole Opry Saturday night on NBC. Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. C-A-M-E-L-S This is Michael Roy in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant good night for Camel. Stay tuned now for the Eddie Cantor Show. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. 
You know, the whole Moby Dick story kind of reminded me of that Kippadada song, Wet Dream. I mean, if you don't know the song, it's a song full of fish puns. And some of the same jokes were made. It also is odd to hear commercials talking about doctors who choose camels over other cigarettes, especially after all the things we know about the effects of smoking, even though that doesn't seem to deter people. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google. We're also on Stitcher, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support. The Blue Beetle returns on Monday, and next week we'll have some more of the Abbott and Costello Show. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>